let's hit it. And welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are going to have a fascinating conversation, as usual, as we learn from people all around the world at all ages and stages of life. Stay tuned as we shift our dementia care from crisis to comfort. Right, here we go. What you think about? Well, hello and welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm thrilled you're able to join us. I hope you enjoyed our opening music. It's called Clarion Call by the Mark Arneson Band featuring Maya Door. And you can download that on any of your favorite music platforms if you wish. For those of you that are new to our show, Alzheimer's Speaks is about sound information, not just sound bites. We like to have real conversations with real people all around the world at all ages and stages of life. So maybe, just maybe, you can be our next guest. I also have to thank our listeners each and every time. You see it's your likes, your clicks, and your shares. You've been so generous with helping push out our information, and I hope you'll continue to do that. This is going to be a really fun show. We are going to be talking about travel and that you can still do that even with dementia. But before I introduce our guests, I want to give a couple of shout outs to two memory cafes that I facilitate. One is Arthur Senior Care, and we do that memory cafe on the second and the fourth Wednesday of each month. And the other is Artist Way Memory Cafe. We do that on the third Wednesday. Both are at one o'clock central time. And if you're interested, you can reach out to me for more information, or you can always visit Memory Cafe directory. And if you go to their tab, Cafe Connect, that will bring you to all the virtual cafes. And what's nice with those and like the ones that I'm doing is anybody anywhere can join us. So check out MemoryCafeDirectory.com. Also need to give a shout out to Dementia Map, our global resource directory. I'm so proud of it. I hope you will check it out. There's lots of wonderful resources and more will be coming each and every day. If you're a business, you're probably going to want to get positioned on there. Let people know what resources you have. We have both free and paid plans on there. And I would be more than glad to give you a virtual tour. Just go to DementiaMap.com forward slash tours. And of course, I have to, again, thank Coral Health. They are still hanging with us out there and allowing people to download their two music apps. One is called Music First. The other is Coral Faith for free. So check out CoralHealth.com and um, take advantage of that. It's a wonderful, wonderful program. We're going to hear from the Foot Bar Walker, and we will be right back. Introducing the life-changing Foot Bar Walker. I'm Peggy from Danville, Kentucky, and I'm 91 years old. The Foot Bar Walker revolutionized my care of George. It absolutely benefits the patient and the caregiver both, and that's the beauty of it. 
It's so easy to use. It folds up just like a dream. I got it in and out of the car without any effort at all. The saving that I made from having to put him in a nursing home came to about $192,000. Does someone you love use a walker? Do they struggle to get up from a seated position? Are you a caregiver dealing with physical pain and stress as you help your patient? The Foot Bar Walker was designed to assist not only the patient, but also the caregiver. Patients have more control standing up, and no lifting from the caregiver is required. See how it works at thefootbarwalker.com. That's thefootbarwalker.com. Peggy, would you recommend the Foot Bar Walker? Do I ever? I would not be in the health that I'm in today at this age had it not been for the Foot Bar Walker. Well, I am so thrilled that the three of you were able to join me today. Deanna and I have been scheming on this program for quite some time, and I am just thrilled. I love the title you picked, Travel, You Can Do It. And I love to see collaborations. I think that that is so brilliant how the three of you, Deanna with Cine, and then we have the special needs group and the wheelchair escapes are partnering together to really make people's dreams come true and make those vacations a reality. And I know during COVID that makes it a little more challenging, but that doesn't mean that people can't plan ahead for what is happening. So again, thank you all for being part of the show today. I really, really appreciate you taking the time out and sharing your passion with us and how you're making the world a little better place. So I always ask each and every one of my guests, first off, if they have ever been personally touched by dementia in their own family or circle of friends. And Deanna, I'm going to throw it to you first, if you don't mind. Sure. First of all, Lori, I do want to say thank you for having us. Uh, Much appreciated. And I'm sure we're going to have a nice, uh, a nice conversation. Um, I had uh, an aunt on my uh, dad's side of the family who suffered, um, with dementia, unfortunately, Alzheimer's, and um, and she did pass away uh, several years ago. So, yeah, on my on my dad's side of the family. Okay, great, Christy. How about you? Well, I have a mother-in-law and two sisters-in-law. Both have Alzheimer's, and of course, I have clients that have Alzheimer's as well. My husband has MS, and over the past few years, the MS has been invading his three sections in his brain. So uh, a lot of people would call what he has dementia, but it's really MS related. Okay, great. Thank you for sharing. And Andrew, how about you? Well, for me, my grandmother had a stroke. And I remember being up in, uh, in Springfield, Illinois for our family reunion. And my grandmother didn't recognize who I was. And the very next day, I was speaking to her as though she didn't recognize who I was. And she says, I know who you are. And she knew who I was that at that moment. So really that was, that's been the only experience that I've had with regard to that. But uh, yeah, I can see how difficult it can be to live with that every day. Thank you guys for answering that question. That's really, it's, it's just helpful for our audience and puts things in perspective because not everybody is personally touched who's working in this industry, but that doesn't mean that you don't have a lot of knowledge regarding it because of client base and so forth as well. So I want to start out, uh, Deanna, with you. I want to know, you know, we did a show about a year ago and it was at that time where I really heard your passion come out, where you wanted to change the world in terms of how they viewed incontinence products. And 
that is so different from what we hear from a lot of companies. I think it still is very transactional in a lot of ways. So how, how, does, how does City Products differ from other brands that are out there? Yeah, you know, there are lots of choices out there. And then there are lots of people that really don't have enough education around what the correct choice is. And so some of the features of the Seni products are that they're fully breathable. And so people say, well, what does that mean? Well, what that means for severely incontinent people that have skin issues because the skin can breathe uh, in the Seni products, you won't get skin breakdowns. And if you don't get skin breakdowns, uh, that's less pain for the person. That's less worry for the family. That's less cost. That's less hospital admissions. It all ripples out. So our products uh, are fully breathable. They're super absorbent. Say, well, what does that mean? Well, people wearing a good overnight super absorbent product can sleep through the night uninterrupted. And I always think in terms of ripple effects. So if you sleep through the night, we're probably going to see a reduction of a risk of a fall because you're sleeping through the night. If you reduce the risk of the fall, you reduce the risk of going into the hospital as an admission or a readmission. Super absorbent, fully breathable side leak guards, uh, which provide people the, the dignity and the confidence to go out and live life without worry. So how we are different is in our features, but it really is the positive ripple effect um, of how those features benefit and users and their caregivers, uh, where we just want people to not have to worry as much and um, feel comfortable and feel safe and know that the product's effective. Now, some people might be thinking, what does this have to do with vacation? Well, it has to do with living life, period. And a lot of times when people have incontinence issues, they think travel's not possible anymore. You know, what, oh, you know, what if that would happen out at sea or, you know, wherever they might be. And so, you know, getting the right product is really important. Now, what if somebody's on a cruise? I mean, do they have to pack all that stuff up and bring it themselves or how does that work? Is that something that can be ordered? So that's really uh, part of the partnership with uh, special needs group, which I just think once travel resumes is going to be such a huge help because uh, Andrew's group can actually deliver the Seni products right into the stateroom cabin. So when you talk about not having to package a package of, of adult incontinence products, when you um, talk about dignity coming through the, whether you're flying in to catch a cruise line or um, you're going through security, it, it's just in my opinion, super convenient, super easy. And again, ripple it out to my gosh, don't worry, we'll handle all of that for you. And that's really such a uh, part of the, the special uh, story that I think special needs group and SENI and, and Wheelchairs Escape is all creating together. Um, to your point, Lori, we're all very passionate about what we do and feel like, gosh, people can, can come and enjoy a vacation. And uh, some of the challenges we can say, don't worry about it. That's, that's wonderful. I mean, it's, we all want to feel dignified and feel respected and feel confident 
um, in our lives, but especially when we're traveling, you know, you want to be able to thoroughly enjoy. And if any of that stuff is taking an edge out, um, it, I can, can imagine that it would really affect your attitude towards your vacation, how much you're even out of your state room, all of those types of things. How do you build that kind of trust ahead of time prior to somebody getting on the ship and saying, you know, we can help with this? So one of the things that we offer uh, with our company and, and Andy does as well, uh, we say just just try them on land first. Uh, we have product samples. They are courtesy and uh, lots of educational information so people can actually find the right fit, which is critical in developing that confidence. So if you're in the right product with the right absorbency, you're gonna uh, eliminate uh, those, those things that can make you leery of, is this gonna work? Am I gonna have an embarrassing situation? So the biggest way to do that is we say, try them on land. <laughs> Let us get product samples and get comfortable with them. And then um, you should, if you're comfortable on land wearing the products and you're not experiencing any issues, you should be comfortable uh, at sea or even traveling within the U.S. to other parts, uh, different states, or relatives, uh, conventions, wherever you may be traveling, bigger than the, than the cruise ships. But so important to try the products. And again, we, we do that by offering the product samples. Well, that's, that's wonderful. You know, that takes out that what if, or all of a sudden you're there and it's like, well, I didn't know this was going to be like this, or I didn't know, you know, is this going to show? Can people tell what kind of clothes to wear? You know, all those types of adjustments that I think probably go through people's minds that do I need to change? Don't I, you know, just, so that's, that's great. I'm curious, how did the three of you guys connect? Well, I'll jump in here because I just think this is, it's a very small world. And uh, when I joined CENI, uh, I had in my mind, gee, I love to cruise myself. And I thought, why can't we have our CENI products on these cruise ships? And so sometimes you go down one avenue and then you find you go down another and another and you end up, uh, you end up with, with good results. But I had um, talked to a few travel agents about uh, cruise lines in general and could we ever put products uh, into staterooms and how would I navigate that and the advice I was given or you know get online look at the major cruise cruise ships and try to navigate that process very very difficult and I don't know exactly how I stumbled across an expo for uh, folks that have different disabilities. And I noticed Christy's name and number, and believe it or not, she had a 603 area code, which I knew was New Hampshire. I went to school in New Hampshire. And I'll never forget, I picked up the phone and I think, Christy, correct me if I'm wrong, but we talked for about 30 minutes before, I believe I even introduced myself and we made an instant connection of, I noticed 603, where are you from? One thing led to another. As it turns out, Christy had a home where I grew up in Massachusetts, five, five doors down. I mean, if that's not odd, that's, that's just crazy. So we had a connection and I said, well, can I babble for a minute? Can you help me? Here's what I'm trying to accomplish and, and what do you do and how can we work together? And she said to me, Deanna, Call Andrew in about 15 minutes. I am going to be so kind and I am going to send him an email and he will expect your call. 
And then I was fortunate uh, enough to cross paths with Andrew as well. And we had a really good conversation about his passion, what he does, how he helps people, uh, as I had done with Christy. And it's just three people, I think, coming together that have wonderful companies and products and services to offer. And the relationship has just continued to grow throughout the last uh, 12 months as we continue to learn about each other and, and the industry. And I am forever grateful to Christy and forever grateful to Andrew because, again, I think once we get past COVID, um, oh, my goodness, the people we can help to live life is going to be so fun, so awesome. So, yeah, just a, a phone number, a conversation, relationships, I think, is uh, collaborative relationships is really for me, what that special avenue turned out to be. Okay. I also want you to talk about the Six Foot Travel Health Fair. If you can tell us a little bit about that concept. Yeah. So super excited. Um, with COVID, you have to really kind of think outside the box. How do we educate folks? And a lot of folks, is, as we all know, with um, different types of dementia and Alzheimer's, a lot of folks are in independent living communities and assisted living and skilled nursing. And so uh, myself and a, and a few others um, got together and started thinking about outside the box ways to bring education into communities. And so Christy, Andrew and I have had a conversation that when campuses open up and allow us to come into the independent living, into the assisted living where you have uh, mobile mobile active adults that want to travel and maybe they have some special medical equipment needs, whether it's a wheelchair, whether it's incontinence, all different types of medical needs, we can bring the fair into them. So the concept is we've got a shade up tent, six feet uh, resonates with people, social distancing. And the idea is let us independent living, let us assisted living communities come to you with education and we'll have some food and some drinks and education around travel, which most people view travel and vacations as a very positive, fun thing to talk about. And that's the other side of this is, is let's bring something that people can get excited about again. And so that, that's the concept of the six foot traveling health fair uh, travel obviously relates to the to our three companies, but it also the fair can travel. So our hope is that a community that we participate in will say, I like that. I'm excited about that. And I want folks to know about my community. So yeah, we're next in line. Can you take that fair and, and move it and keep moving it around um, wherever there is an interest for it? So we're we're pretty excited about it. You know, another place that might be really interested in that is the library systems. They're always doing a lot of different educational stuff. Many of them have um, made a movement to become dementia friendly and have sections for dementia now. So I would check with your library systems I, because there's a lot of people living at home that um, still want to travel but are still going to have some of those needs as well. And uh, I think they, they could be a really uh, big boost for you there. You know, when you do end up doing those, I hope, you know, you're on Dementia Map. So I hope you put any events like that on the event calendar. 
And then also another resource, I always try to match people up while we do these things, um, would be on the dementia map is the um, dementia airport, um, dementia friendly airport working group. They have a site that has tons of information, but I think they would love to add all of yours as well because they have all kinds of resources there. So that would be definitely a connection to me. I'm going to hop over to Christy next. I want to know... And I'm sure my audience does too. What the heck makes you an expert on wheelchair travel? (laughs) Well, um, I am a certified accessible travel specialist. So that means I took some courses, I passed the test and I am certified, but I have 27 years hands-on travel experience with a powered chair. So with all of that knowledge, um, it kind of blows people away because they have no idea what they can do. They've never um, seen how someone who can't walk board a plane. So when I can bring all of that information to them and teach them how to fly with a power chair, the whole world just opens up to them. The the things they've been dreaming about now become a possibility and then hopefully a reality. So um, with 27 years hands-on for my husband, myself, and um, 18, 19 years of helping other wheelchair users great travel dreams come through. I, I think I'm an expert. I would say so. Um, and, and, you know, it's so nice when you have that personal experience too, because you know what works, what doesn't work, what might work sometimes, what might not work other times, depending on where you're at with everything. How does somebody in a full-time wheelchair, how do they actually board a plane? And is there a cost? Do they need a certain type of wheelchair in order to be able to travel? Well, the one thing that you first have to consider is the size of the plane. So if a plane has only um, two seats on each side, then the odds are that plane's cargo hold is not going to be large enough for a power chair. So that's first and most, the three and three, those will hold a power chair. So that's kind of the first rule of thumb. Most people never witness someone who can't walk boarding a plane because it's done with travel with dignity. So someone who uses a mobility device would go down to the end of the jetway before anyone else boards. There will be what's called an aisle chair there. And depending on abilities and disabilities, there would either be one or two people there to assist in the transfer. So the wheelchair user would get their wheelchair next to the aisle chair. If they're able to transfer over, then they can do that. If they need help, they've got people there to help them. If they're more comfortable using a transfer board, they do have a transfer board. If they need a sling, then that can be done as well. So once they're transferred over to the aisle chair, they are then secured in the aisle chair. There is a seatbelt that goes from the left shoulder to the right hip, from the right shoulder to the left hip, and there's a seatbelt that goes around the knees. And then that person is wheeled onto the plane to their aisle, the arm comes up and they assist them into the seat. And once they're all secure, then they'll start boarding other people. So you're the first on and you're the last off. And that way you're not kind of putting on a show for anybody. You, you can travel with dignity. Um, power chair, they, that's like charging you for your legs. They can't charge you for your legs. Your legs get to go for free. So whether it's a power chair, a manual chair, a scooter, um, mobility needs, they, they travel for free. There are a couple of things about traveling with a power chair, and I try to teach people those safety mechanisms. And on my wheel, 
uh, on my website, Wheelchair Escapes. There's information because I make a sign for each of my clients' power chair. It tells anyone coming in contact with it how to put it in free wheel, how to put it in lock. Um, it has all the instructions and I ask them to leave it in what's called free wheel. So now it is a push mode. The less that somebody's handling the chair, the better. If your wheelchair has swing away foot pegs, you should take those off and put them in a carry-on bag. If you have a headrest, you should take it off and put it in a carry-on bag or lower it all the way. If it's easy for you to take your control arm off, then do that as well and leave the chair in push mode. So anything that you can think about making your chair a little smaller, if you have a foot plate, lift the foot plate up. So you're kind of taking edges away that might connect with something. So the more you can do to, let's say, dress your chair for its flight, the more apt you are to have your chair in perfect condition when you get to where you're going. I would imagine there's been a few horror stories out there with uh, things that not arriving the way they left. I have heard many horror stories out of all my people. I've only had one person that had an issue and that was on his way home. And uh, legally the airlines have to repair your chair and they have, um, they have an 800 number. So if you did have a problem, you, they would call that number those people would show up, whether at your hotel room or the take you where you're going, and they would repair that, repair your chair. Wow. I got to say, I, you know, I don't use one. I don't know anyone who does, but I just feel comfortable knowing you know, because there's so many questions there that, you know, you just wouldn't know to ask. Right. You don't know what the process is. What is the, the easiest and the safest way, do you think, for a wheelchair user to travel? Is it car? Is it plane? Is it, you know, the ships, the cruise ships? What do you advise? Well, statistically, cruising and flying are safer than driving. So that's kind of um, up to who's comfortable. Um, sometimes I'll have some guys who are in the military and they're, oh, I'm never going back on a ship. But you can't compare a modern day cruise ship to an aircraft carrier, they're they're two different animals. I mean, they may float on the on the ocean, but they're they're very different. Um, cruising has always been the cleanest, safest way to travel. And when I speak um, at support groups, I tell people, I'm going to tell you where the advantage to being disabled is. And oh, we so there's all this, and I get good time. Said, you know, when you cruise, you have a larger cabin you have a larger bathroom, you have a larger balcony, and you're paying the same price that the person next to you is paying for their little hole in the wall. So this is the place where being disabled truly is an advantage because anybody in this industry knows everything is overpriced. It does not pay to be disabled. Everything is overpriced. But when you cruise, there is a benefit. Um, but I have to say, not all cruise lines, not all cruise ships are the same. So it's really important to work with somebody who knows this business to be able to help you get what you're looking for. Um, but as for safety, there is a, um, a safety pull cord in the bedroom as well as in the bathroom. There's also a phone on the nightstand and a phone in the bathroom. So those are, those are safety features right there. 
So I think those are, are two things just for the cabin. But on a cruise ship, you have special seating for all the shows in the lounges. A lot of cruise lines have um, dining room tables that have a sign on it reserved for wheelchair users. And some of them actually have different heights to make it easier. And if you go into a buffet, there's somebody who will come and take your plate and guide you around, which is wonderful for the wheelchair user. But let's think about the caregiver. Because for a long time, I would go through, get my husband set, he would be eating, and then I'd go back and get my food. And by the time I get my food and sit down, he's ready for dessert. Well, I haven't even started my lunch yet. So when you have an extra person there who's going to help your husband or your wife, whoever it might be, now you are actually being cared for in a whole different manner. And it to me, cruising is the best world for both the disabled person as well as the caregiver. And if you have a family, the kids clubs are wonderful. So it's kind of, it's got everything right there in one place for you. And where else can you go and travel and maybe see three, four, five different countries and have a bed that you know works for you. It's the right height, it's comfortable. Your bathroom is set up with the uh, grab bars on the right side and behind. Everything is in place for you. So you have this wonderful opportunity to visit all these countries and have all your needs met. Wow, I didn't know that they customize things that much in the cabins, you know, in terms of, you know, the bed height and, and the railings and all of that kind of stuff. Um, that's, that's fascinating. And your point about the buffet lines, that is so true. We took my folks on a cruise when my dad had brain cancer, my mom had dementia and it was, uh, myself, uh, my family and my two brothers and their families. And, you know, they were all off having fun. And I was kind of the main caregiver for both of them. And, you know, it was, and, and I would do it all over again in a heartbeat, but it was a lot of work and a lot of coordination that no one else saw really the needs for and much of what you're talking about, I, I didn't know about at all. I didn't know to, I didn't know to ask. Um, a lot of cruise lines also have, they have a lift for a pool, a lift for the hot tub and um, Royal Caribbean, their four largest ships, they have a merry-go-round that is wheelchair accessible. Wow. So I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty dedicated to meeting the needs of those who are mobility challenged to have a wheelchair accessible merry-go-round at sea. Wow. Is there any limits to where somebody with a wheelchair, you know, where they can't go? I mean, there are about 35 or 40 countries, countries that have wheelchair accessible tours. So basically it's where do you want to go and let's make it happen. So even if you did a cruise in Northern Europe or the Mediterranean and, you know, you're thinking things are so old there, there were companies there that provide wheelchair accessible shore excursions. So even if the cruise line doesn't have them, there are separate companies. And that's where working with someone who has relationships like with CENI or with special needs at sea, you have all these other people that you can call that are, let's say in Italy, and I had a family do Venice for a few days, then they went to Florence and they went to Rome and they went to the Amalfi Coast. And there were eight of them all together and they had an incredible vacation and there was no issue for the person using the wheelchair. Everything was taken care of. Fantastic. Um, what if the wheelchair user has you know, additional special equipment needs and things like that? 
Ta-da! That's where my good friend Andy comes in to play because sometimes I have clients that can't sleep in a regular bed. They need a hospital bed. Or I have clients who want a trapeze or a patient lift. And I know some of your listeners may not know what a trapeze or a patient lift is, but those are supplies that are very common uh, for people who have a weakness on one side to help them get out of bed into a wheelchair, from a wheelchair to a shower seat or shower seat to a toilet. So all of these things are available and even oxygen, Andy can provide oxygen as well. And for people who, you know, I've got a $40,000 power chair, there's no way I'm gonna take a chance on the airline. Andy will provide that. I can make those arrangements. It'll be there waiting for you at your hotel or at your cruise line. There's no reason not to travel we can make it happen and we are a team and the team works together to bring it all together for you. Wow, I wish I would have known all three of you in 2017 when I did our dementia friendly cruise and symposium. Oh, let's do it again, I'm ready. Yeah, there's so many little tips and tricks or even just uh, you know on the cruise line too, you know, there's there's a doctor on board, there's a little clinic, you know, you don't get that if you're hopping from hotel to hotel, driving someplace or so. Thank you um, for sharing. This has been really great. Um, Andy, I can't wait to talk with you to hear more about the special needs group. And then you also have special needs at sea. So why don't you tell people what the two of them do and how it got started? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having us. This is great fun. Uh, Special needs group is the name official name of the company but we have a doing business as special needs at sea because we're known for doing stuff with cruises but basically it all happened by accident there was a travel advisor that had the need for this kind of equipment and they asked me if i would be interested and i had been downsized from a job i couldn't find work anyway so i figured all right well i'll give it a shot so i used my saturn not a Saturn SUV, my Saturn car. And I folded the seats down and I put the wheelchairs and break down the scooters, put them there and make deliveries. Uh, I ended up getting a, a storage unit, busier days I'd rent a van. And I saw that things were starting to go well. So I rented a warehouse, purchased a van, hired some staff, and I would wake up at three o'clock in the morning and drive from Miami up to Port Canaveral, make deliveries there, and then the same morning drive across the state to Tampa, make deliveries there, and then come back to Miami. So I drank the Kool-Aid and I just went for it. And now today, the only time I have to wake up that early is if I book a bad flight for myself, but we do provide services in 68 different countries. So in many ways, we are a medical equipment company, but we're more like a logistics company in a lot of ways. And even though we're a medical equipment company, we like to be known for empowerment instead of medicine. So that's one of the reasons we love working with Sunny because it's not just the product, it's the idea of having the empowerment to go out and enjoy life, go on those trips, just like with Christy, sometimes I have to 
uh, reprimand Christy because she gives away all the information. She works so hard and then she gives the information away for free. And then people try to do it on their own, but you really do need that expert, especially when all the cancellation, cancellations happen due to COVID. A lot of people who did it on their own are still waiting to get their money back. But when you have an advocate like Christy taking care of it for you, you don't have any worries. Everything's taken care of. Well, that's fantastic. I know when we did our cruise, we had somebody who needed a refund and oh my gosh. And they had, uh, you know, the medical release and they bought the insurance and stuff, but talk about hoops to jump through. What a mess that is. They don't make it easy. And so having an advocate would be extremely helpful. That was a big lesson that I learned in terms of the whole thing. And and I was glad that they had the insurance to begin with. But I, I'm one of those people too, Christy, that I kind of give away everything. But people can't apply it because they only really pick up maybe a quarter of what you said. They think it's the key points, but it's it's the rest of those points that connect the dots together. And so when you don't when you don't have it all or you don't understand the importance of the progression or all of the factors involved you know, things fall through and then, then, you know, problems happen. And so I can see where it's well worth um, paying for that coordination and, and having that sense of not having to stress knowing you've got their back. All three of you really know your businesses inside and out and how to be able to work with one another and, and the vendors that you use. Now, what are some of the major cruise lines that you work with, Andy? We really work with all of the major cruise lines and even the, the river cruise lines. Since we are a logistics company and we are represented in 68 different countries, if somebody wanted to go from Miami to Barcelona, Spain, and then from Barcelona, Spain to Dubai, and from Dubai to Sydney, Australia, we're there. And we work with all of the major cruise lines. You must have to get up awful early to be in all those places. <laughs> I gather you've expanded just a hair since you started there. Yes, yes, for sure. And we have a, a great team. All of our agents that we work with really do care. We make sure that we select people that are not just, oh, let me deliver something. Mm -hmm. In fact, there are times I go back in the warehouse and I'm looking at the equipment before it goes out. And I say, wait a second, guys, come here. And they look at it. I say, what? Okay. Is this piece of equipment good enough for your mom? No. Okay. And then it's not good enough for our customers. Take it back, replace it, repair whatever is needs to be repaired. It can go out the next time. Okay. Well, that's, that's a nice, um, a nice philosophy to have, you know, is it, is it good for your own family? Um, right. Now, if somebody needed to order, let's say the, the Seni products, um, they go through your company then versus Seni to get those? How, how is yes. all of that orchestrated? Well, they can reach out to us via email. Uh, we have a chat function on our website. We also have a toll-free number that they can call and we'll work through everything with them as Deanna had mentioned, we can arrange for them to get a couple of different samples so that they can know which product works best for them. And then 
That way we'll be sure that what they are using is the right product for them. Okay, that's nice. Cause yeah, if you have to take, I mean, if you're on a two week cruise, you're taking a big box, you know, getting it through everything and then having to pay for the extra luggage basically that you're processing and hoping it gets there in one piece and deliver to the right room and things. So right. that all, all makes a difference. Now, in addition to um, cruise lines, do you work in terms of um, helping them with products and wheelchair accessibility and hotels, you know, as if they stay on land here? We do. We do. In fact, for some of the cruise lines, when they were trying to come up with their policies, they came to us and we helped work through the policies with them. Uh, we do not only the equipment such as wheelchairs, scooters, oxygen, uh, we also provide assisted listening equipment. We provide sign language interpreters. So we're all about empowerment and there are conferences for travel advisors where they'll reach out to us and say, we have some guests that need sign language interpreters, and then we have other guests that need accessible transportation. Can you help us arrange these things? So we do serve as a resource as well. Okay. Um, one question I'm interested in, this gets back to this uh, dementia-friendly um, working group regarding the airports, is they're now using the Sunflower Lanyard. Have you guys heard of that? It's a disabilities thing, and many of the airports um, overseas are using it. I'll get you the information on that. I'm sure it's on the um, Dementia Friendly Airports Working Group site, um, but it's pretty cool, and it's for all all disabilities. And um, they're right now working with TSA nationally here in the U.S. to train staff in terms of dementia. And there's a lot of neat stuff going on that might be one more thing, one more piece to be able to add um, in case somebody would you know, get lost or, you know, in need of emergency information, whatever it might be. But I'll, I'll connect you guys to that as well. There's so many different pieces going on and you grab a hold and collaborate as you go. Um, but it's, it seems like things are picking up on a, on a faster pace. And so sometimes it's harder to, to kind of know about everything. But I think what you guys are doing is fantastic. Now, what if somebody wanted Cine products at home? They went and traveled, they go, oh, this is cool. Um, you know, I still want them at home. Do they coordinate through Deanna or through you or? Yeah, they would coordinate through us. We're happy to work with them on that as well. Okay. I would imagine too, Deanna, they could go to the website as well if they wanted to order products directly at home or, or do you just deal commercially? Yeah, we, uh, for end, end uh, consumers, uh, we work through uh, groups like uh, Andrew and, um, like Andrew's website would be a click from our SENI website that would redirect uh, people. And I'd just like to point out too, what's neat about Andrew's group too, is his staff has been trained with the SENI products because as opposed to people going into, like you had mentioned the CVS or Walgreens and picking a product off the shelf, there are different ways to activate a product and lift up the leak, leak guards. And because of manufacturing their package tight, you wanna open them up for them to work effectively. And so his team has been trained to uh, not only answer questions about activation of the different products, but absorbency levels. And why would somebody wear 
uh, active underwear versus a brief versus an incontinence pad versus a man fit guard versus a shape pad. So all of those types of things make it beneficial uh, for, for consumers to work with uh, folks like Andrew's group who has been trained on that type of stuff. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I want to mention too with Sunny is, you know, not only do you have the incontinence products, but you also have the skincare products, which I think are really critical to, to keeping healthy skin as well. And I think sometimes people don't realize how important that piece um, can be um, too when it comes to incontinence and just, you know, being really on top of things. Because the last thing somebody wants is open sores and bed sores and things like that that's yeah yeah you need the good the good products the good skincare the good washcloths it's almost like a full a full line of incontinence products and that's why we word it like that everything from the no water needed cleansing cream and a uh, body care cream and a moisturizing lotion and soft under pads but uh very personalized very unique but definitely um a full assortment of different uh sizes, styles, mm -hmm. and um, different types of products for sure. You know, one thing I want to ask, and this might be on other people's minds too. Okay, so you're on a cruise ship and, you know, now you need to change your incontinence product. How is that handled, um, you know, staff-wise? Is, um, is there kind of a incontinence genie there, you know, that they stuff them in? Or does it just go into the regular trash? Does it get hauled out right away? I'm just kind of curious on that because I'm thinking that that might be something that people uh, can be conscious, you know, self-conscious of as well. Um, Andrew or, or Christy? I think Christy should. Yep, I'm happy to do that one. Um, uh, of course, they have um, a trash container in the bathroom. They also have in the cabin as well. Um, and they have plastic bags for those. And there were times when we have traveled and I know other of my clients have traveled and not just, um, um, let's say the, the special underwear, but also pads underneath that or pads that you might put on the floor if someone's using um, a condom catheter in a bag at night that might leak. There's a lot of extra things that you have because you don't want to cause a problem for anyone. And you just ask, just ask for an extra plastic bag. And they come to your cabin twice a day. But if you were to have, uh, an emergency, you can't possibly have an emergency that they haven't already seen. You know, when you have a ship that has 46 wheelchair accessible cabins and it's sailing every day of the year, somebody else has most likely had whatever emergency you have. So they're there to serve you. They are there to make sure that you have the best vacation you can have. If you need extra, um, a trash can, you need extra um, bags and put things in and just tie it. I know sometimes when we have things hanging in our shower and they come in to clean, I think, hmm, wonder if they've ever seen one of these before. I wonder who they think it's for. You know what? They don't care. They, they really don't care. They're there to do a job and, and that's it. And you were talking about um, traveling. A, a lot more of our airports now have not just wheelchair friendly family bathrooms, but they also are coming with cots 
So you've seen it with the little tray that comes down for the babies to change diapers. But now a lot of them are addressing the adult issue because a lot of adults are traveling with issues and they are having cots in that. So I tend to go online and get an update on who has more, um, more adult supervision, well, not, you know, for, for, for adults anyway. Well, that's wonderful. I have to giggle because I remember seeing a bathroom where there was a cot and somebody walked out. And we all thought, what are they taking a nap in there? I mean, yeah. it, it didn't even occur to us. And I mean, and we were there scoping out to see if it was dementia friendly. Didn't he? And one of our, and one of our things was having a family bathroom, but that was, that wasn't even a thought that crossed our mind. Yeah, it, because you have to, you have to bring a blanket to put on the floor for your adult child or husband or wife or whoever on the floor. And then you have to get on the floor as well. And, you know, one thing about this is people are speaking up and people are listening and it takes time to get things in place. But once they get in place, it just opens the door to travel for so many more people. And it's important to, like if we go into a hotel room and there's certain things that are really great and certain things that aren't great and maybe something we can't live with. I always call the hotel manager and the engineer up to the room. And I start off and I tell them, you know, we really like this and this and you did a great job here, but I wanna show you this. And sometimes it's showing them because most of us are visual learners and they see my husband in his chair next to the bed and I says, how do I get him? from this level in his chair up on top of this bed that I have to run and take a leap to get on myself. I, I can't get him in there. Or you go into the bathroom and it's a perfectly wheelchair accessible bathroom, but you can't close the door. And if you can't close the door, then you only have access to the sink and the toilet, but you can't get to the shower. So you call him up, we look at him and say, you know, this is a, a wonderfully accessible bathroom, but he can't get to the shower. So take the door off the hinges because we don't need it. But if you, this wall has no electricity in it, has no plumbing in it, make this a pocket door and you've solved the problem for cheap money. So it's really important, I think, to educate and don't be grumpy and mean about it or anything. Just be pleasant about it, compliment when you can and say, but you know, we really could use something here. Or have you thought about this? And that way it makes it better for the next person. And sometimes my husband hates it when I say, look, we're pioneers and we're making a difference for the next ones who are coming, coming along. But it's, it's important. It's the fastest growing travel market is for the disabled. And we need to look at not just our own needs, but the needs of others and help everything be in place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, boy, would I like you to be my advocate, you know, just, uh, you gotta hold the reins back on that one. <laughs> well, I can tell you a real good story about, about one of our first dates and how it wasn't accessible and what I did about that. Mm. <laughs> yep. This has just been such an uh, interesting and enlightening conversation. Andy, one of the questions that people might be thinking is, when the heck is our cruise is going to become available again? Any inside scoop on that? I wish I had an inside scoop on that. Every time we think we're getting closer, there's a, another delay. So the only thing that I really can say is when the cruise lines say that Yes, we're starting. 
you can be sure that they have done everything possible to make sure that it starts well and it goes well because they have so much to lose if they start and then they have to stop again because they messed it up. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, once the cruise lines say, okay, we're ready, it's working, that's the time that you really can go back. And there are some cruise lines like MSC is doing some sailings in Europe. So they've been doing some test sailings. And in fact, people would take the tours. So you're on the ship, you're within the bubble, you have to go on the tours that the cruise line is providing. And there was a family that left the group and then they tried to rejoin and they were kicked off. They were not allowed to come back because who knows where they went. Yep. So they're being very serious about how they're taking care of this. Uh, Royal Caribbean is doing some test sailings out of Singapore. So they're trying to do some tests. They're making sure that I always taught, tell my son, it's better to sharpen the ax for three hours and spend one hour chopping the tree than mm. the reverse. So they are really making sure when they start, they're ready and they're not gonna have to stop again. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I mean, talk about a painful experience that they've been through. It's been a tough one. Well, thank you guys so much. This has been wonderful information. I want to make sure that we get everybody's contact information out. And so I'm just going to um, go around and Andy, we might as well go ahead and start with you. If you want to give out your website and email and if there's a phone number you want people to have. Sure. So our website is specialneeds, with an S, group.com. If you want to send a general inquiry, you can send it to info at specialneedsgroup.com. Our toll-free number is 1-800-513-4515. And if you're calling internationally, it is 954-585-0575. Wonderful. Thank you. And Christy, how about you? What kind of information would you like people to have? Well, my website is www.wheelchairescapes, once again with an S because there's many of them. So wheelchairescapes.com. And that's the website. You can do Christy at, but Christy is K-R-I-S-T-Y. But if you come onto the website, there's a place where you can contact and shoot an email right from there. Um, phone number, not that most people need an 800 number anymore because you can just dial automatically. But so 603-382-3596. And if you do need the toll free, it's the same number, but 866-386-382-3596. And Deanna, how about you? Sure. Uh, well, our website is www.seni, S-E-N-I with a hyphen, USA.com. And then my uh, email address is my first name, Deanna, D-E-A-N-N-A dot Vigliotta, v, v as in Victor, I-G-L-I-O-T-T-A at uh, T-Z-M-O-U-S-A Tom Zebra Monkey Ostrich USA.com. And then I will give out my cell phone if anybody has questions. Happy to talk with folks. 850 503 
three, four. I also had one other website, which is kind of the, your mothership or your parent company. www.tzmo-global.com. And, and you are correct. Our parent company is out of Poland. And I think um, anybody who has an interest in learning more about our company, it's a, it's a super story to share and lots and lots of good information. So I appreciate that, Lori, um, that reminder to, to have the global side as well. Well, great. Well, thank you guys again. This has just been, I've learned so much today and I feel really empowered to be able to help people that I know who are in need um, in the future and where to direct them to be able to really help their travel become that reality and, and to be a smooth and fun process. So thank you for all you do and really making a big, big difference. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. Appreciate it. See and Andy as well. And for those of you, if you want to reach out to me, just go to alzheimerspeaks.com. We're loaded with information to assist you to live graciously with dementia as well. So thanks, everyone. I hope you share this uh, episode because I think it's really, it really has been very empowering. More people need that, especially now. So bye now. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.